You're listening to the Refinery Church Podcast. Each message comes from our Saturday night service in Brea, California. We pray these messages will build your faith and encourage you today. When we share our fruit, we can share our fruit of our lives in a number of ways. Uh, Maybe you've been blessed financially. You can bless others. You can be a person who shares through the giving of finances. Because when you share, you care. I learned that from my kindergarten teacher. If you've been blessed with gifts and talents and abilities, such as photography or, or, or social media or musically, when you share, you're demonstrating that you care when you share those gifts. If God has healed you, if he's saved your soul, if he's, if he's restored broken places in your life, when you share that with others, it shows that you care. You're demonstrating God's love. Tonight, I thought I'd take a minute to have somebody come and share and bless you because he's been blessed. Uh, Some of you know him. Uh, He's been part of this church family almost since the beginning, certainly since we launched. And uh, a few months before we launched, him and his family started coming and being part of a refinery. And so would you guys welcome Alex Mora to the stage? Come on up here, Alex. Come on up here, brother. I'm going to share the stage with you today. I, got, I, got, I want to hear some stories, because we got some stories. It's all on. It's all ready to go. Hello. There yes. you are. Come on up here. Join me next to the, at the table. Hello, everybody. Dude, God has done some incredible things in your life. I know the last few months, the last year, the last two years, um, you've been on a journey. And uh, why don't you uh, talk? And, and then you had a major milestone a couple of weeks ago. Yes. That's what prompted this conversation. I thought, man, I want to share that with our church family here. Um, so why don't you tell us kind of a little bit about where you've been, maybe even the last six and a half years. If we go back six, about six and a half years exactly, yeah. I was in a very, not a very good place. You guys have partially heard some of my testimony before. I've, I've been up here before. Um, but six and a half years ago, I was dealing with addiction. I was dealing with, with alcohol. I almost lost my wife and my kids to it. I almost lost my own life to it. And, and so that was a very, a very difficult place. So being here six and a half years later, completely sober and, and fully restored by, by the power of Jesus is, is pretty, is pretty So amazing. dude, you, you weren't with God. Yeah, yeah, come on. You, you weren't with God. You're addicted and you're losing your family, potentially losing your life. But now six and a half years later, you're here. Yes, I'm standing here because of God's faithfulness, Jesus' faithfulness. Amen. Jesus has transformed, literally transformed you. So, so yeah, so, uh, you know, it was actually here. Yeah. It actually happened at this church in my parents' home right up here where I fell to my face and asked and said, Jesus, heal me. Take this all away from me if you are real. And he did. And he restored my life here at this church at, up there in my parents' house and and, and because of that, I, I am standing here today and the milestone that we're talking about. Well, yeah, let me lead into this because okay. this is where I got it. So six, you're telling me about this and six and a half years ago. I mean, you guys can picture this guy. He's, he's sitting on his couch. He's a couch potato. He's, he's, you know, addicted. He's losing his family. He's disconnected with his family. I mean, the last thing on your mind is running the L.A. Marathon. 
Correct, yes. The last thing was running the LA Marathon. I mean, that, that would be like the furthest thing from your brain would be running the LA Marathon. Isn't that right? Yes. So not only was I, was I dealing with those things, but I was, I was lazy and I would, walk, I would drive to the corner store as opposed to walk. To Which was what? Store. A block away? A block away. Yeah, one block away. Absolutely. Yeah, some people are laughing because they're going, yeah, that's me. Yes. We won't, we won't, we won't point anybody out. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so, so after restoration, you know, me and my wife actually, immediately I wanted to start getting healthy. And so we started running together, actually. So you want to start taking care of this thing that God Started gave. taking care of the body that, 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 that God restored because, you know, it was a big deal for me that, that it's, it's his temple. And I wanted to begin to be better at being, I was so bad, I was so good at being bad with my body. It was time to be good with my with, with God's tempo, and so, so so you started with getting a really good haircut. That's yes. how it began. Excellent way to start. Beautiful Come on up here. I want to get you a little closer. Beautiful way to start. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then then you set some goals. Yeah. So I started exercising with my wife. Okay. We ran a five k pretty early in our restoration, and I continued to run. I continued to make it a part of of what I was doing. It was never anything big. I was never trying. I was, ne I was not aiming to run the marathon. Yeah. I, I would, the most I would run was three, four miles and eventually started getting to about six miles. But that was, that was the max for me at that time. But then you started setting a bigger goal. I started, I started exercising more and more and, you know, my, Sandra pushed me to, why don't you run the marathon? I was like, wait, yeah, you know, I'm running six miles. So connected with a sure, you run six miles. Why not run twenty six miles, right? Because yeah, that's so doable, right? Dude, you crazy? Yes, it was it was crazy. Yeah, but I went for it, and and um, you know, God has been so faithful leading up into that point. I felt like it was something that that I wanted to do, and my wife encouraged me to get to get um, to to partner with one of her friends and the team that they had to start running the marathon. So I began to do that about October. Started training in October. This last October. This last October. Okay. Started training and and on, in January ran the half marathon. Okay. The Pasadena half. Oh, you ran the Pasadena half. How long is that? Thirteen point one miles. Thirteen point. So double what you had done before. Double what I had done before. Wow. Yes. Okay. So and and two months later, continued training to run the the twenty six mile marathon. The L A marathon. The L A marathon. Yes. Big deal. L A marathon. Tens of thousands of people. 25,000 people. 25,000 people enter this. And not all of them finish, right? No, not all of them finish. No. Yeah. You actually have to finish under six hours and 30 minutes or they close the streets and you could still finish on the sidewalk, but you won't get an official time. So you got to get done in six hours and 30 minutes max. Max. Or you could still finish, yeah. but it won't, you won't cross the finish line normally. Yeah, you don't, you don't get I it. I did it in 6.03. You did it? In 6.03, yes. Hold those heavens. Yes. Oh, yeah. Here, I'll hold this. Yeah, we led up to the fact that you did it, man. You ran it. The couch potato, the addict, the man whose life is about ready to end, yes. six and a half years later, family is restored. He's restored. Faith is in your heart. And instead of driving to the corner, you're running 26.2 miles Absolutely. through the streets of L.A. Yes. God is so Come faithful. Come on, give God it up so one more time. That's incredible. It was not easy. No, it wasn't. It was not easy. And this is, this, I, I wanted to celebrate this with you. And, 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 and I love celebrating the things that God's doing in, in people's lives. But I also, I wanted you to talk about some of the challenges you faced in that 26-mile run 
Because I think all of us can, we may not run a marathon like 26.2 miles, but all of us are running a race in this life and we face obstacles. So tell me about some of the challenges. So during training, after, after running the half, we, 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 you keep, you're supposed to keep increasing miles until you get to about 20. You're supposed to train up to about 20 miles. Well, I kept, I kept, prior to the race. Prior to the race, yeah. right. And, and, and the furthest I ever got was about 15 and then got close to 16. But I kept cramping up. I kept going through these. And, and so I, I, at one point I was really defeated. I wanted to, qu- I, I wanted to quit even running. Even before, oh, so you, you're before, ready to give up on the goal. I was ready to give up on the goal, yeah. And I remember kind oh, of. Hold on a second. Yeah. You had a goal and, and because of cramping up, because of fatigue, because of discomfort, you're ready to give up on the goal. I was ready, I was ready to give up on the goal. Anybody ever been there? Let you, let, you, let you soak on that. You're going to start to see a, a lesson here. Go ahead. I was actually kind of upset and bothered that I didn't purchase the extra $50 insurance that would have allowed me to refund my marathon. <laughs> oh, so you pay to get in the marathon. You can buy insurance you if you don't do it. You can buy insurance and not run it uh. if you didn't want to. And, <laughs> and I remember thinking, man, you know, this would, like, this would be a good time to, to turn that So in. the insurance is like a parachute. Like a plan B. Plan B. I'm out of here. Yeah. You know what? Ken Charity actually helped me a lot. I I, I asked Ken for his help um, because he had run a couple of marathons. He offered Ken, and he actually gave me he actually gave me the 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 advice about about the, the salt, the low sodium, and oh. and it's actually what helped me push through the marathon without okay. any cramping. Was the help that so I got. you're you're getting some advice Seeking from advice. somebody who's ran the race before. Yes. You see a lesson there? He's getting some advice from the person who ran the race before to help you meet your goal. Absolutely. Mm, some good stuff. And, and so we get to, so I couldn't turn in the refund because I didn't have it. And I went back to the website and they weren't offering it. <laughs> Where's that plan B? Where's that plan B? But so race day comes and we start running and there was, there was you know, there was definitely some, some big challenges. How's the first three or four miles? Easy. Easy. Yeah. When I got to, even when I got to 7-8, I was like, oh, I'm feeling You're good. out the gate. Yeah, I was looking feeling good. Looking good. It's a beautiful day. You know, my, my wife was waiting there with her family, uh-huh. with, with, my, with my mother-in-law. And, and I remember when I saw Sandra, she, she got so excited to see me running. And I, I, I started getting emotional, not because I was completing this goal. I was getting emotional because I know she was so excited because she saw a different transformed man she's thinking back to six and a half years ago she's thinking about because she's the real here she's the one that back then six and a half years ago is the one who had the faith of god when god told her you hold on mm. because i'm gonna do a miracle in your husband's life mm. and she held on <laughs> she's she's my she's if, if if i look to somebody who has the faith the, the foundational faith of it's my wife she's the hero of my faith mm. Because she showed, she demonstrated it. Because she had all the reason in the world to walk away six and a half years ago. She didn't give up on you. And she didn't. And so when she saw me coming down on mile six, and she came running and she's screaming, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking she's seeing God's miracle and being faithful to her. You yeah. Know? And so it was, it was very powerful. So I hit mile 11. Can we get her some tissue? She's crying over there. Make sure we get it there. Okay, good. <laughs> I hit mile 11 and I'm thinking, okay, this is, you know, this is... Mile 11. It feels, it feels a little bit longer than I expected. Okay. Yeah. 
It wasn't as easy. I thought I was going to hit my 11. Yeah. And then. At mile 11, you're feeling that. I'm already feeling like, wow. This you is only got 15 more to go. Right. Mile 14, mile 15, I'm like, okay, this is, this is hard. This is as far as I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Right. I've never reached. Past. Have the crowds thinned out about that time? Or? No, no. The crowds in LA are there the whole time. The whole way. Yeah. They are cheering you on oh, okay. all the way. They okay. are some of the most cheerful, pushing you. You know, so it was awesome. Yeah. But then I hit mile 18. Mile 18. When well, I hit okay, mile 18. What's significant about mile 18? For me, that was, that, that was, it was time, in my mind, I wanted to quit. Because oh. it was, it got so hard at mile 18. I know that I was running incorrectly. I, my feet were hurting. You know, you know you la- you're supposed to train, for at least for me, to land in the middle of your sole, not the back or your, or your toes. And it was hurting so bad. And I, not that I started cramping, but just my whole body was hurting. And I just yeah. felt like I hit a wall and I didn't want to, um, I couldn't continue. You didn't want to run anymore. I started contemplating to finish, to stop, to. I started waiting for, like, a, like you said, a you break in the crowd. You figuring out a way to stop. To quit. Okay. Yeah, I, I, was, waking, I was waiting for a, a break in the crowd so I could just pull, pull over or you know, run over to the side. I was, I was thinking to myself, my, my family's not going to be upset. They, it's, it's, 18, it's two miles past what I've ever ran. Yeah. You know? Further than the half marathon that you Further did before? And um, So you're saying you started to try to convince yourself that it was okay to quit. That it was okay to, to finish, yeah. Justifying the fact. Yeah, I was, re- I was, re- I was really kind of just like, this is it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end it here. And how was your... How was your- posture how are you feeling well that that was that's part of that's part of the interesting thing is is it was at that point that i started feeling this this, i started get i was obviously crying out to god (laughs) i was like give me strength you know i want to finish this and 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 there was a reminder of my training it was a reminder of my training that that you know there's there's a form to the way you run and how you how you posture your shoulders how you breathe how you move your hands and so i started refocusing on that and on the things you've been taught. On the things I've been taught. And the it, basics. And, and like I was telling you last week or, or a couple weeks ago, I felt like God was at that moment speaking to me too and, and well, shit, putting in my heart to remember that, that the marathon is like, is like our race, like yeah. our race in life. Like look at all the things I've brought you through already. I've brought you to, through a bunch of mile 18s. You need to just focus on me. You yep. need to have faith in me. Yep. And so remember the things you were taught. Remember your faith as you remember your training. And yes, so I right. started refocus. It still hurt, but at least I started running again. I kept pushing through and all of a sudden I was at mile 23. Oh. And, and that's when So so what you're saying is almost literally you willed yourself to move forward. Yeah, I started checking my posture, making sure that my hands, if you guys put your hands to your side, you're supposed to Clutch your, your 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 fist like if there was a, a potato chip in it. You don't break it, so it's tight. It's a light clutch because if you start pulling down, you'll pull your body down. Okay. And so you want to run. You don't want your your hands going to the side either. You want them going forward. And so okay. I started focusing on all that. Yeah. Stuff that I had. And now you're at mile twenty three. And in, and in my playlist, the Eye of the Tiger comes on. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Wish we had. Do we have out of And for about a quarter mile, I picked up pace. Oh yeah, I bet you did. Then Feeling rocky down all of a sudden. Uh. <laughs> then I slowed down again. But um, <laughs> for like a mile, like quarter miles, man. Was <laughs> Whoa, that hurts still. But 
And then, and then I mean, so, I, so the pain didn't stop, but you're going to press through the pain. Yeah, I was. The pain didn't stop, but I, but I, I just refocused on what I remembered. I needed to do to 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 keep moving forward. And then, of course, all the people, right? All the people keep pushing you. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> now they find it. I remember. I was like, "That's right. It's time." <laughs> I finally passed the old man that had passed me before for like a second. <laughs> How old was he, like 50? You better say he was older. <laughs> yeah, he was like 80. 80, thank you. Um, no, but no. I want to pause there for a second. Thank you for the music, guys. <laughs> Have you guys ever been to that place where you just want to quit? And you start to convince yourself, it's okay. It's okay. People will understand if I just give up, if I just quit, if I pull out. I think people can relate with you. And, and when I crossed the finish line, I remember, of course, I was excited and I was thinking this is probably... You did it, 26 miles. 26 miles, I did it. I did it in six hours and three minutes. Woo! <laughs> Which does not mean I didn't win. This is just, this is not a gold medal, trust me. Everybody gets one of those. I'm just kidding. Um, That's a completion right it's there. It's a completion, man. though. And, and that's, that's meeting your goal right there. That's better than gold. I know. That's saying I met the goal that I set. I didn't give up. I didn't quit. And when I crossed the finish line, the first thing I was doing was thanking God. Because to me, it was not only uh, an accomplishment of like one of the hardest physical things I had done, but it was an accomplishment and a testimony to God's faithfulness in my life. Amen. Because if it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for him in my wife's life and her having faith in a miracle, if it wasn't for his miracle here that six years ago, and if it wasn't for his, you know, leading up in these last six years haven't been easy. Just because God restored my life, we went through some of the most difficult financial times in these this last, last six year years. This last year, yeah. I mean, that... Holding on to the promises of God, remembering the teaching that God had shown you. Mm. Holding on and, and remembering that, that, that we need... He is faithful if we, if we turn to him and say, you are my provider. None of these other things are my provider. So when I crossed that finish line, it was really a testimony for me of my own spiritual walk about how God has been so faithful because we have kept him as the foundation of, of, what, what, Stop of our lives. It. Stop twisting that. <laughs> so that's why I wanted you to share, because this was more than just him completing the L.A. Marathon which, and getting a medal. This was tied to this journey of the last six and a half years to this point so far. Yes. Isn't that right? Yes. The first, time, the, the, the first time that I heard God's voice in a very powerful way was while running almost four, year, four and a half years ago yeah. about him telling me he was going to be doing some new things in our lives, starting our own ministry, starting the Love Story Foundation. Yep. And so to... To, to finish this was, again, a, an accomplishment, a physical accomplishment, but definitely a faithful accomplishment of God's faithfulness, a testimony of who he is. And I know that God is going to continue, Alex, to use that experience of running that marathon to, to increase your capacity and your faith to do the things that God has called you to do. You know, these, these challenges that we go through are really preparing us for the extraordinary things that God wants to do in and through us. 
You know, it reminds me of a passage of Scripture. Your whole story reminded me of a passage of Scripture that's found in the book of Hebrews chapter 12. Some of you probably know that passage. The passage talks about how we're supposed to run a race. It says, since we're surrounded, Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 says, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, and I'm kind of picturing the streets of L.A. filled with these people cheering you on, and you weren't going to quit right in front of them, huh? You were looking for a hole. I was waiting for a break. It's got to be a hole somewhere. Because you didn't want to quit in front of them. Well, the Bible says we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. Those men and women who've experienced difficult times, but through faith, experienced the promises of God. That's what it's saying here. So since we're surrounded by this great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily entangles us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our Faith. Yes, that's exactly how I felt at the end of the race. That's that your Jesus scripture. Is, yes. And, and so God literally gave you a physical illustration to talk about the spiritual stuff that he's doing in your life and he wants to do in us. Yes. Absolutely. How powerful. Can you tell him thank you? Plus, I wasn't going to not finish after Ken. You know, I needed to finish. Ken finished. <laughs> Can finish, so you can finish. I need to finish. Hey, you know what? Um, I, I want you to do something for me, bro. Okay. Um, there are men and women in here who are facing challenges. Um, there are men and women here who are facing their mile 18. And um, they want to give up. And they may have even come in here starting to talk themselves into it, saying, you know what, it's okay. if I, I, don't, need to, I don't need to do this. Maybe they wouldn't, maybe you're saying, I just want to give up on God. I'm going to ask, would you pray for us? Because you understand. Absolutely. Father God, thank you for, for air in our lungs, Lord. And as we, as we reach, anybody in here reaches mile 18 in their life, whatever that is, whether in relationships, whether in their spirituality and their walk with you, financially, work, whatever it is, Lord, would you remind them that you have been there from the beginning and that if they refocus, Lord, their mind, their posture, and their eyes to you, Lord, you will pull them through mile 18 mm. and all the way to the end, Lord. This, this life is not a sprint, it's a marathon, and we have you by our side every single step of the way. And so I ask, Lord, that you would Give everybody here who is in that position at that place in their life exactly what they need to hear from you, Lord, to make it through. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Hey, you know what? I just want to also take a moment because this is what God has done in you. Um, I'd like to highlight and show everybody what God is doing through you because you've been blessed and now you're being a blessing. And so will you just tee this up and then we can just yes. take a look so at it? About, about, the, about four years ago, God put in my heart to start a ministry called the Love Story Foundation. And it's basically using visual communications to share the good news of Jesus. Because and what you're going to see here is, is we, we're building some wells in India. and Water, water wells. Water wells, bore wells for, for people who have absolutely no clean drinking water. And that's an awesome humanitarian thing to do, but that's not why we're doing it. We're doing it because Jesus saved my life. Jesus saved and restored my marriage. And so we go build wells 
to give them physical water, but also to bring Jesus to them, which is the living water. Jesus says, I am the truth, the way, and the life. And so there's people coming to Jesus because they see a miracle of finally having clean drinking water. That is why Refinery Church exists. God called us and said it begins in Brea. It begins with Brea, but it doesn't end with Brea. God's calling us to share his love with others and to bring them to Jesus, to bring them close to Jesus. Thank you, Alex, for sharing that. If you guys are interested in partnering up and finding more, finding out more how you can be a part of that, just see Alex and Sandra, and they'll, they'll connect you with that. I said last week, we're blessed to be a blessing. Take a look at this slide. You might want to take a picture of it. We're blessed to be a blessing. That's what we're called to do. That's why we're called. To, that's why God says to be fruitful so that we can be a blessing. And I loved Alex's story because he's taken what God has done in him and he's saying, how can I be a blessing to others? How can I bring people to Jesus? Each of us has an opportunity to share God's love with those around us and allow God to work through us, to share how God has touched our lives and touched our relationships. And if we care for people, then we'll share the blessing. Thank you for listening. For more information, check out our website at wearerefinery.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram at wearerefinery. God bless.